This is a big timing comedy production. Coming to you from the heart of Kingsville, Maryland. A place where the beer flows like wine. Deep inside the torture chambers of producer Mike, Big Timing Comedy presents Paco Got Balls featuring Wendy, hosted by the founders and pioneers of Big Timing Comedy, Stefan Subotic. I'm your Huckleberry. And Eric Jolliger. 100 push-ups in 20 minutes! And featuring Wendy Townsend. Show wing. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hey. Hey. Hey, Stefan. Hi, Eric. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? This this has been a rough start. We've had rougher. I don't know. We've sailed stormier seas than this. Yeah, we have. I don't know. I was pretty ju- juiced up, and then, uh, yeah, it's like having the carpet yanked out from underneath of you. I noticed you're wearing a pair of glasses that are blinking green with two giant guitars as rims. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. It's fairly distracting. <clears throat> I'm on the verge of a seizure. Don't these, seize. These bad boys are blinking right in my periphery. I mean, you're it's, you're like a, a Batman villain. This is like something the Riddler would wear, yeah. and now you're going to be like, I'm very susceptible to mind control. Yes. I'm I, sorry I wasn't paying attention. I feel I was, like you you want me to take my pants off. I was, <laughs> is that is that being suggested? Yes, please do. So, please hot, do. so hot in here all of a sudden. Please do. Well, Mike said you could open that window behind you. No, I refuse. Uh, good day, good evening, insomnia-ridden night, wherever you're listening. This is episode 151 out of the chambers. Uh, first, folks, become a patron. It's so easy. really helps us out. We have a ton of bonus content. We want to continue making more for you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you could also get some sweet BTC gear, depending on the level you join the club at. And, uh, yeah. You could come in as a little as uh, $3 a month, but uh, 5 you really start getting good gear. That's when you start getting the gear, and it's so easy. Just go to the Podbean banner or BigTimingComedy.com and uh, and click through, and you can do it, and it'll be great. It's so easy. It's really easy, so easy. and we can do more fun stuff for yeah. the audience. Helps us out. Helps us out. Helps help us. us help you. Help us help you. Yeah. 2020, big little, timing comedy. We need, Jerry we need all the help we can get. Yeah. We do. Little Jerry Maguire. I need a lot of help. <laughs> I hear that a lot from a lot of people. We need some new equipment, uh, hardware, if you will. Hardware, software, middleware. Delaware. <laughs> Look at the first state. The first state. Yeah. It's, it was, you know, it was the first state. It was the first state. <laughs> It was is the Delaware the smallest state, or no. is that Rhode Island? That's Ro- Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Do you pronounce the S? Rhode. Have I been saying it wrong? Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Because there's a silent H in there. I as think well. you do the E on the end of Rhode. I think it's Rhode. Rhode. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yeah, I think that's the smallest state. Your glasses are really popping now. They are. They are on fire. I'm going to introduce our guest real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, we're going to have some fun at his expense. Uh, yeah, he shoots for energetic, upbeat, and funny performances every show. His comedy has no genre as it relates to all groups from youthful to mature, from urban to suburban. Prepare for an exciting ride and expect anything except for what you're expecting. He's performed with us at Snifters in Easton and soon to come many more fun-ass rooms. Welcome, Sean Leverett. He's not 
here. Hey, hey, Mike, hit those fucking crickets. Oh, yeah, those guys. Hi, Sean. How you doing? So we had a little mix-up with Sean. Sean, what, had the, the wrong night yeah. uh, on the calendar? Yeah, he, he, he's, I mean, he's a dad, and he has a, a wife, so I get it. You, you glance at things, and you, you read them as you see them. Or think that they're going to be. Yeah, if I could give him any advice, it's get rid of both of those. Yeah. <laughs> get rid of both of those. Move out. Get divorced. And you'll have a lot more free time. I mean, you get your free time back. Right. You, and then, you pay, literally pay for it. But you get your... <laughs> <laughs> you pay dearly. No, it's good. It's good. No uh, worries, Sean. We'll get you back yeah, on here. We'll and also, I have no malice for my ex-wife, and I love my daughter. All right, then. Good to know. You're staring at yourself on the screen. I was checking it out. I didn't have no yeah, idea what I look you look like. like the you ever seen Watchmen? Yeah. The movie Watchmen? Uh-huh. uh-huh. You look like Night Owl. Yes. <laughs> you look like you drive a big blimp and that you're <laughs> that you're fighting racism. And I dr- and I drink peanut butter and jelly uh oh, sandwich Yeah, drinks. these drinks are fucking delicious, by the way. So what is that vodka or excuse me, that whiskey you it's got? Screwball. It's called Screwball. It's peanut butter whiskey. It's kind it's, of the jam. It's the thing these days. I know, so I'd only had it by a shot form last go round. I think right. with Mark, right? right when you were making right, those. Right, right. Right. Yep, yep. And I was kind of, I was pretty sick still, and and I couldn't really taste it that well. Yeah. But now I've made a full, I've made a full drink with with half peanut butter whiskey and then half raspberry. Uh, Razzmatazz. It's called Razzmatazz. Yeah, it's like a raspberry liqueur, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or brandy, whatever. I think it's just a liqueur. Whatever. Well, they mix together, and they, this really does taste like a liquefied alcoholic yeah. peanut butter and jelly sandwich. These could be fucking dangerous right. balls. Oh yeah, I did. I did similar. Only I went one step above you, and I went. I went for the blackberry flavored brandy. Yeah. As uh, as I've, my as my jam, I've never had jelly. a peanut butter and blackberry sandwich. That's why you I straight like, up. You don't like blackberry jelly jam? I just don't think I've ever had it. I'm not criticizing you. I'm just oh. saying, like, when no, I'm, I'm, not, when, I, I'm not taking it as you are. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just when, shocked. When given the choice between blackberry and raspberry to pair with peanut butter, I I my mind said, oh, raspberry jam. I I, I agree for once. I. Normally would have gone. I mean, I was the one that bought the razzmatazz. I thought that sounded like a fantastic idea. But yeah. we did the shots last time, and I saw the black bear. I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw caution to the wind. You did. Step outside my comfort zone tonight. I love it. And I will also say the blackberry is twice as much booze as it the is. raspberry. I'm not feeling the greatest, so I'm just trying you to. You need to pick you know, me up. I'm trying to go for the toxic environment for whatever ails me. The toxic Avenger. That's you. Right. Look at you go. Are we going to do a fire your guns tonight? I can't see why not. I mean, we might as well. We I have two beautiful fucking vodka guns here. Yeah, I was listening back. Three, really? I was listening back to our previous episode. Three, yes. And the joy I expressed to you, I know, was so genuine. I it was awesome. I was a big old shit eating grin today. Yeah. I was listening to that episode. I I did feel a bit like Rambo, like yeah. Sly Stallone. And tonight, as I gaze upon these two guns, I think back to that time. Yeah. That we went on that road trip, yeah, to Rhode Island, New Mexico, <laughs> and had the best of times, the worst of times. But before we do fire your guns, uh-huh. I thought it I, we will get the gun out. It's just you and I now, yeah. But so I think you were talking earlier. I got to take these off. I'm sorry. Yeah, take those stupid glasses off. Oh my god, it's giving me a headache. There was a documentary that you had mentioned that oh, you saw. Uh, it was called Paddle to Seattle, right? Yeah, yeah on yeah, Amazon yeah. Prime. Yep. And then you were you were mentioning to me, hey, I wanted to tell you about it to bring back some good memories of our trip. It did. So someone say Amazon. So yeah, it's perfect time for Amazon butt plug. Um, 
Butt plugs. <laughs> if you decide you want to purchase anything on Amazon, just go to bigtimingcomedy.com first, click on the Amazon banner, and it will zip you right over to the Amazon app, and you can Butt purchase plug. whatever you choose, and it doesn't cost you a dime, just a second of your time, and it helps us out. We are an affiliate of Amazon, so <coughs> thank you. Thanks, so yes, Jeff Bezos. So, yes, back to Paddle to Seattle on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Emily and I were sitting down looking for something to watch the other, uh, a couple weeks ago, and it looked cool. These two guys up in Alaska or Oregon, they they decided they wanted to they Which paddle. was it, Alaska or Oregon? Well, I, they started in Alaska, but I think they they are from Oregon area. Okay. Um, and they made their own kayaks, like they homemade kayaks. Out of what? Well, wood, obviously, well, but like, of, how did like, they do that? How well, do you fashion you, a kayak? You, uh, they have, I mean, I don't know what kind of wood they used, but it's fiberglass and epoxy. Do they go buy these materials, or did they, like, cut a fucking tree down? Um, they didn't get into the details of oh. that. They just showed them putting the, the wood together, and then... And then you have to mix this epoxy up, and then you put sheets of fiberglass down, and then you like paint the epoxy on. Oh, should we build a kayak, you and I? I mean, sure. I'd like to just get high on fumes in your oh, garage. We would get high on fumes. <laughs> what are you doing? We're working down here. <laughs> I'm seeing spots. Just what you need. Another project to, to take I a need. little bit more just of your time. Just what I need. <laughs> sure, Emily will be thrilled when I show up to do kayak and woodworking. Oh my God. What do you guys play music tonight? No, actually, we're woodworking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sax and the guitar are going to have to wait for later. Oh, that'll be after we're done woodworking right. for four hours. Woodworking. Four I'll, hours. I'll I was s- thinking a full eight-hour work day. Yeah. I'll see you next week, honey. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so they put the they built these two kayaks, and they go up to uh, Alaska, and their, their route, it was 1,300 miles. Oh, Bless excuse you. me. It was a 1,300-mile run. It starts on that little skinny piece of Alaska that comes down, uh-huh. and it's an inner like waterway, but it's it's like protected by big islands. But there is still a lot of access and and um, exposure to the Pacific. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, they were going to come all the way down to Seattle, and they did it. And they did it. It took them like over three months. Three months. How many miles? Thirteen hundred miles. Thirteen hundred miles. Three months. Let's roughly say there's ninety days. In three months, yeah. what's thirteen hundred divided by ninety? Let's let do me do the that. Tabulations on your brand new. Let me do iPhone. that on my brand new iPhone. I'll pull it down from the right corner to engage the calculator, you got as it. I've been instructed you by my lady. From, no, my lady friend gave me a crash giving course. You the skills. All right, what did we say? Say that one more time. Thirteen hundred miles, miles divided by it was more than ninety days, but we'll go with ninety. Divided. Well, you said three months. How long was it? I don't remember. Let's it, say it, it was. Well, three it was months. supposed to take them three months, but they. Um, but they they uh, they got delayed. The weather started to pick up on them, so they had to like sit and just camp. That'd be fourteen these... miles a day. Okay, which how, how many did we do a day? We were doing uh, about that many, uh-huh. but we also had like current pushing us too. Yeah, so fuck these guys. We could have done this easily. We could have absolutely gone from... um, I I think we were just a machine. You and I were just churning. Oh, we were. We were. were. Remember we just said we're churning butter. That's what it felt like. That's right, we were. I'd look at you, you'd look at me. I said, we're churning some butter today, balls. Churning butter. And then I said butter balls. Butter balls. But yeah, so good good documentary. It is. It was fascinating because they would they would be in the middle of nowhere and then they come up upon a, a town and then they would hang out and mm-hmm. um 
And, and there was one island that they went to that had a lighthouse on it. And they didn't think there was going to be anybody there, but there was a dude that actually lived on this island. Was he supposed to be there? Yeah. Well, I don't know if he was supposed to be, <laughs> just, but he just kind of like, I think he just kind of moved in. He'd be like, oh my God, you're Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa's sitting next oh to him. Oh my God. Oh. oh man. Hold on. Keep talking about that because I'm going to... um. Seattle. Yeah, you can look it up. Gonna I was gonna, up, I was gonna ask you as well, like the the appeal of it, right? Or it was it more about the journey, like them going to these small little towns in Alaska and wherever. Ninety seven days. Ninety seven days. Thirteen hundred miles. Right. So, so that we were pretty close. Yeah, and, Just give or take a week. And they had they had a third guy with them for about a third of the trip. It's actually was, less miles than it's about ten a day. Yeah. But again, there were there were days that they had to just like. They're just on this like stranded beach in the middle of freaking nowhere, like we were, and just had to camp. And they yeah. they had to buy their food, like when they would get to a town, they had to like buy their food, and then it would all go up in their kayaks. And, uh. Um, there was one where there were uh, a lot of bears around them. We didn't have bears. We didn't. We were warned of the bears. We were. I never saw. We saw a lot of moose. A lot of moose, which are also very dangerous. Remember the one moose that wouldn't get out of the fucking way. Yeah, in the van we just honked oh, at God, it. Oh God, it was running. It ran for like three miles. <laughs> yeah, it was just trotting. Moose. We were in this like fucking conversion van oh, on these back ass logging roads, and a moose got in front of it. And you've got to be respectful of the wildlife. You do. And so our driver was go was doing like four miles an hour for like three or four. Miles. Actually, we were doing like twenty. Okay, because that's how fast they run. All right, don't, but ru- it felt, don't ruin the story. But it felt like four miles an you, hour because we ruined we, the story. We had three hours in that van. You, we you wanted gotta le- to get there. You got to learn to sensationalize things. I know, but I want people to know that a moose shall run. He wasn't fast. running, bud. <laughs> he, he was, was trotting. He was not. He, I wouldn't call that running at all. <laughs> That thing, we and he'd honk, and the thing would stop and look back at us, <laughs> almost to say, fuck off, I'm walking here, right? Yeah, so, he, he owned us. He owned us. Yeah, that thing didn't. That one thing was not running no 20 MPHs. That's, that would be like Usain Bolt. That would be fast. That thing was at a trot <laughs> and fucking with us while he did it. Okay, I noticed it. Handmade wooden pygmy kayaks. So I guess pygmy is a wood? Hmm. Um, of course, the pygmy would. But yeah, I, I highly, I think you should watch it. That's your homework. I think you should watch this documentary. Do you think when they went into Home Depot looking for wood, they saw that wood and it was like pygmy, pygmy? I'll, I'll, I'll see myself out. <laughs> that was low brow. I'll see fuck. myself out. I was laughing at how bad that was. I wasn't laughing at the funniness of it. I'll that see was, myself. That out. was a dad joke. Yes, well, you are officially dad joking it. Hey, I just talked to my daughter, you know? You did. Got me inspired. Did. I did too, but I'm not making cracking dad jokes. Uh, you'll be back. Don't All worry. Right. I think it's time. I think we, we need to do a fire your guns. DJ, now. hit my music. Yeah. I'm surprised you're not going for the one that has the red uh, sash on it, the red ribbon. It's too far away. I the have to get up ri- for that. The red bandana, the, the, the Rambo bandana. You know how lazy I am. I would never I get know. up. I know. I know. I know. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm busting your balls. Sean's not here, so I gotta bust somebody's balls. Oh, oh, yeah. oh we're back in the roaring. 20s. There it goes, back in the roar. You know, as I said last episode, it's come full circle. That's actually a gun for this decade. <laughs> God, that's awful. 
What do you think the best booze of the last hundred years is? Oh, it gave me goosebumps. Rubbing alcohol. Oh, God, my nipples are hard. Just putting you on the spot with a question here, Balls. I'm, I'm processing. Best the, the, booze. My, in my opinion? Yeah, your, your humble opinion. There's been, a, let's say, since the 1920s, there's been a hundred years since Prohibition, right? In that hundred years that booze has been getting manufactured or imported or whatever that's readily available to you in the United States? That is a really tough, loaded question because, yeah, I mean, think about how things go through trends. I mean, you could say... You don't even, yeah, you don't even have to get so specific to say like Grey Goose Vodka. You right. could say, I love bourbon. I love whiskey. I love that we get get Irish whiskey from from, you know... Ireland. Wait, are you saying like your personal uh, personal favorite? Yeah, there's no, I don't have one. It, it depends on the day and the mood. What do you think? Like, thank God it's available. It's prohibition. Like, I mean, I would like say, if prohibition. Let me ask it this way: If prohibition restarted yeah. and you could only have one booze, right? What would it be? It would probably be vodka. Yeah, it would probably because it's versatile. Yeah, you can do a lot with it. Like that makes whiskey. Sense. Whiskey's next on the list. But whiskey, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you can't do a lot with that. Yeah, like vodka, you can do everything. With you can, that. you can. It's very versatile. You're right. It can go into anything. And, and what's the closest relative to that? Rubbing alcohol. It's I mean, close, really. Let's yeah. face it. They just they put stuff in rubbing alcohol to make it poisonous. I would agree. I mean, it does. Oftentimes, a shitty vodka and and rubbing alcohol smell identical. Yeah. Yeah, I I think the um, the greatest booze of the last hundred years is um, uh, carbonated and alcoholic seltzer. <laughs> I like a good truly. Wow. <laughs> no, I would say <laughs> I would say bourbon whiskey. The manufacturer down in Kentucky, right? right. Yeah, that's the that's bourbon whiskey the industry. I think there's just so many good bourbons out. It's, for instance, this peanut butter one's a whiskey. You it know? is. I think um, at, at its best, like a good whiskey. Have you, there's a um, there's one called um, man, what's it called? Ocean something. It's a whiskey. Yeah, I'll think of it. It's um, it's uh, I'll Keep let me talking. look it up. Keep talking. What it is? It's it's a it's it's um, it's a particular line of whiskey where they age it. They did they've discovered it by accident. I think it's called Jefferson. I think it's a uh, Jefferson uh, whiskey. But it it what happened was is they were shipping it around the world. Jefferson's Ocean Whiskey. That's it. Jefferson's Ocean Whiskey. It's pro, it's to me one of my it's my personal favorite uh, at a reasonable price. Sea it's expensive bourbon. a bottle. It's yeah. So this as the story goes, they they would put it on a uh, on in like shipping containers and barrels and send it around the world on these big shipping ships. Uh shipping ships. And when it would arrive, it would get the it would get the taste, the brine, the salt, all of the the seawater, uh, all the all the uh, elemental ingredients that you're, happen. You're sperm, you, sperm whale injection. You're just sure. describing the fermentation uh, process of for beer to keep it tasting like beer. <laughs> sure, but so so what they had discovered was is that the is that the taste of the ones that they were shipping were different. And they were getting a lot of positive feedback. They they stumbled upon this idea by accident, and then once they realized what was contributing to the flavor, they made it a business line. And now they they have a, a minimum amount of time that they age this whiskey in these barrels this at sea. This is cool, man. I'm right? checking the website out. This is yeah. really cool. Like they're just they're read put- a little bit. Go ahead. So it just says this bourbon started out as an experiment with just three bourbon barrels on trays. Friends, uh, Ocean Oshir's ship. Okay. 
um, <clears throat> discovery would have in bourbon was left to weather the extreme elements, temperature fluctuations, salt air, and gentle rocking of the ship. Yep. Uh, the result was a thick, dark bourbon that showcases complex flavors reminiscent of other spirits. The almost black color and caramel flavors resemble a dark rum as the sugars within the barrels caramelized. Their briny, savory taste from the barrels breathing the sea air is reminiscent of the of Ile Scotch. Ile Scotch? Yeah, I don't know. Ile Scotch? Sure. And at its core, it's a true bourbon. Yeah. So There's massive demand. Yeah, everything you're saying. That's my fave. That's a personal fave. So hold on. Each voyage of Jefferson's Ocean typically crosses the equator four times, visits five continents in over 30 ports on an average sailing. Wow. Yeah, so that? what are they just ship, just filling this thing with well, yeah. whiskey and just driving the boat around the world? Basically, like again, previously that's, they that's, were just shipping it out and sending it places, right? How much does this shit cost? A bottle? It's about 70 or 80 bucks. I mean, it's got to be. That's that's so yeah. expensive. Yeah, I mean, exp- I, I told mean, you, it's not like you I don't mean, drink it every well, day. Well, hold on. It's is it? Are they just putting it on a boat and they're shipping this shit around to to, to age the bourbon, or are they just loading this boat in the corner with bourbon so, and then they're shipping other things so, and they're just letting the, the whiskey ride along? I believe originally that's that was the case. They were just put. They just put it on the boat. And they, again, discovered it by accident. Now, since it's become so popular, I think they have specific boats that basically just do this. Jesus. Yeah, the age of the bourbon, right? Wow. I mean, you could probably kill two birds with one stone. I mean, You could I probably, uh, yeah, you could make a shipping schedule that would allow for both, right? Right, right. If right. you're smart. I mean, yeah. Since they're Jefferson, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, he was, I think, a president of this country. I believe he was. I don't know my history. I but think he might have been. But I think he was one of the presidents. Well, that's uh, insightful. Very How about insightful. that? Uh, so some recaps. Sure. Um, so it looks like Facebook missed our money. What uh, does that mean? Apparently we're able to pay for our boosts, posts to be boosted again. <laughs> Why were we taken away from that in the first place? Because we, me and Andy came up with our, our ploy to chop up very funny segments of the podcast. Yeah. And create little short clips, which we called uh, quickies. I think it's a good idea. And they, we wanted to keep them, you know, a minute to two minutes. And we had cool little bumpers on the front and the back. And it, and it, it put what episode number it was. Like very, very fantastic shit. This Give is somebody fantastic. a taste, right? Yeah. Well, the very first one we talked about... It was. I don't even know how it came up, but you talked about shaving my ass and then making a wig out of it and putting it on Mike. That doesn't sound like something I would no, say, right? And uh, and, <laughs> Not at and all. it was funny, and we called it Ass Wig. Yeah, was the name of the bumper, and I was so excited, and we were jamming hard on this. We were all ready to start deploying these things, and the first one went out, and um, I don't know if it's because it said ass Probably. on it or. What? But it flagged us, and they just shut us down. They never gave me a, a warning. They just took the credit card payment out, and I tried to make. I was trying to boost things, and it wasn't doing it. And then I had. It took me like two or three weeks to figure this out because so they, they weren't informed. Because they won't me. tell you. They why? Right. Wait a minute. They can't. They have to give you an explanation. Nope. No, they don't. No, they don't. Why? It's Facebook. So I. Well, they're made, a fucking business. So they're I made. A- so I made many. Um, What's the word called? Customer service should reach out to you is what I'm saying. No, they don't give a fuck because I I tried to. I know, but I tried to. um, Oh, what is that called when you when you argue a decision? Dispute. Dispute. I I issued a dispute. (laughs) Or argument. To them. And uh, 
And they came back with this cookie cutter response that just says, uh, this is indefinite and we do not support your business model and uh, you're done. You're done here. And I got like five of those because I wouldn't leave it alone. I, I wish they kept, would be oh, more appeal. specific. I kept making appeals. Yeah, what did they... They so have they, to so tell just, us why. How, how do we, just cor- said how do we correct exactly. it or fight it? You exactly. can't, they just didn't give a fuck. So I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they're... Uh, their revenues were impacted drastically by this this uh, yeah. new policy had that they be. had because the other day I just, and, and oh and by the way ever since they everything I do they're like this post has been doing this much better than your other posts you should yep. boost it and I'm like assholes yeah stop promoting it to me because you took the ability away from you me. won't let me you won't let me so stop wasting my time with your ads and your promotions oh weird that's funny how you didn't want to put my ads out there anyways. I think I've uh, made my hate for Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, yeah, very clear. Very, very clear. clear, very apparent. So, so you have my full support with this. So the other day I was like, I'm bored. I'm curious because this is being very in my face to boost this. And it was that article that was written about us. Yeah. And uh, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to boost this thing and see what happens. And it, it, it rejected it, but then it was like under review. Yeah. And then I came back and it started, the money started ticking. And oh. I'm like, oh, weird. We're back. Oh, and by the way, I don't even know if that credit card number is even live anymore. Fuck it. So I don't know how they're charging me let because Zuck I don't. Try. Let Zuck figure that out. So I don't know. I actually got to look. But uh, yeah, so they must have lost a lot of money. We were, we were in an article, Eric? We were. What article were so, we in? So uh, if you were to go to our Facebook page. Yes. Um, That's big time in comedy. Big time in comedy. Just search big time in uh, comedy. Just search big, at big time in comedy. You know, that place that won't LLC. let us put our show on tonight. Right, right. Yeah. The one well, that not. won't let us put our show on there. Weird. So we did a show at Snifter's uh, Craft Beer and Wine Bistro in Easton, Maryland. And uh-huh. uh, we actually have one there this Saturday. We sure do. And uh, yeah, we did a show there back in December. And we had uh, an audience member uh, Val Cavalieri, uh-huh. and she writes for the Talbot Spy. Oh, the Talbot Spy. The Talbot, the Talbot Spy. The old Talbot Spy. And uh, she loved what we're doing and, and what's going on at Snifters with comedy. And uh, yeah, she she uh, did an interview with, uh, with Joe, the owner, and did an interview with me. And uh, yeah, so it's a very cool article. Yeah. Speaks highly of us, and so uh, check out our Facebook page. And yeah. is there a link? Is it just a link, or is uh, it? Yeah, it's just a link right there on All our. Right. And on if our not, wall. check out the uh, Talbot Spy. The right? Talbot Spy. The Talbot org. Spy, and you can org. see what kind of fun things we got going on yeah. on the Eastern Shore. Eric gives a cunning interview. Cunning. You, you prove you prove a cunning interview. Cunning interview. Yeah. And uh, actually, she said it also got picked up by the Newsbreak app. I don't Which know what that is. I don't either, but she said that's a lot of cover, like lots in all caps coverage. So it sounds like a big deal. It does. It sounds like it really took. And by the way, we we only had a, about I don't know, it was less than a dozen tickets left for this Saturday show when this thing came out. Yeah. And literally, this came out in a very short period of time. I don't know if it was coincidence or if it helped, but um, but I believe uh, that helped push us over for a sellout on Saturday wow. show. So. Again, once again, I think we've done, I don't know, what did you say, about seven or eight shows at Snifters total? I don't, I have no idea. It's Is a it lot. that many? Yeah, we've I done a like lot. I feel like we've done four recently. 
We've done a lot. And you did the one with Mickey. We did. Where we I wasn't did one, there. We did one. We did one. Um, I think we've done about six, two, three, five or six four, shows. Five, six. We've done seven. Seven. Okay. I wasn't there for the last one, right. so that makes sense. So in my seven. Head. Yeah. And of the seven, only one didn't sell out a hundred percent. Well, how about that? Sounds, so that's like, a, sounds like we're doing something I'd right. I'd say we're doing something right over there. Stay the course. Yeah, stay the course. Yeah, stay golden, pony boy. Um, so, Stefan, you got yeah. a shiny new device in your mitts. Uh, yeah, it's a vibrator. <laughs> and uh, No, I got a <laughs> shiny new device. I got an iPhone. Yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, well, it's good. Converted a mic. Fuck you. Well, you know, this comedy business is starting to pay off a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, we're starting to we're starting to use funds for for things that matter. And well, right. we now have a business account, we and we both have iPhones, right? And it allows communication amongst us for company matters, absolutely. Which we indeed have a few, just a few, just a few, just a few. Allows a communication for you and I to be streamlined. The FaceTime with my fantastic. daughter is fantastic, and the best thing uh the the thing about the galaxy phone that that really sold me and oh by the way i didn't hate apple i got bored with it right i had an iphone from the time i was like 14 or 15 when they came out until i was like 30 right whatever like it was like 15 years and it seemed to be just like software updates right like nothing was new or different and i just got very bored i get it and i wanted something different and the galaxies were cool I broke every one I had. I know. And Trust I, me, I was with you most of the time. Well, the most recent one was the most troubling because we were on the camping trip. Yep. And they have this tagline, Galaxies, or the Galaxy phones do, where they say they have unbreakable gorilla glass. Right. And the word that really sticks in my craw <laughs> is unbreakable. Is unbreakable, right? <laughs> I mean, have we met? I'll put that to the test. Yeah, but you didn't even... Right. So, I don't so wanna, there I were don't two other... on your parade. No, don't. There were two other phones that I broke, and again, they weren't like extreme situations that where I wasn't throwing it across the fucking parking lot or yeah. running it over. And so the most recent one, we were sitting around the campfire. Yeah, at our, sitting around the campfire. Yeah, at our guns shooting uh, weekend. Right. And we were sitting in like those chairs yeah, that are Eric, very I mean, low to the ground. I'm talking two feet, man. Not even. This thing dropped. Not even. And it was I had like a, a case foot. around the outside. Yeah. It yeah. dropped, and I picked the phone up, and the screen had cracked. Just again. completely destroyed. So at that point, I said, "I've had it with the galaxies. I I live a lifestyle that's rugged. I am rugged. You know, we're like <laughs> many many people look at me and they go, that's a hey, rugged man.' Hey, hey." <clears throat> We're churning butter. We're churning butter. We got life on the road. Okay, it gets, We're shooting it, I guns. I got kids. I got we got kid. vodka guns. Yeah, there's a lot. I'm drunk all the time. I need, <laughs> I need a device that's going to be able to withstand the comedy lifestyle, right. life right. on the road. Yeah, right. Didn't have that. So anyway, you were sh- uh, sure to get us outer boxes, which were no. An oh no, no. We went up a we life proof. Life proof. Life proof boxes. boxes. I don't even know. They're there was waterproof a, and uh, they are hardcore, man. I mean. I feel that means like you this can is, go underwater with it too. Yeah, you yeah, can. This you is a can. big dick phone. It is. Oh, and the cameras on these are both of them are supposed to be like film caliber. They are. There's. The, yeah. Have you done the portrait feature? I haven't three, used the it's camera. It's really cool. Yeah. And 3D. Image. I got it. Now that you said that, Mike, I got to dig into that and see if there's how the 3D thing works. But there is a portrait feature, and it's really cool if if there's a person you know it's within eight feet of you. 
it'll really zoom in and, and make them very clear and kind of uh, put everything around behind it out of focus a little bit. So it looks like a professional photograph. It's That's excellent. Cool. I can't wait to play around with it. And the last thing I'll say is I've often said it. I still stand by this statement. The phones are great, but Apple innovation at that company died with Steve Jobs. It did. It did. Yeah, Steve Jobs was Apple. It'd be like but, Elon Musk dying and people buying te- Tesla stock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not so sure. Right, right. But anyway, the, the phones fans, are fantastic. iPhone yeah. 11 Pro. I'm all about it. And again, the fact that you can just FaceTime, I can talk to my daughter. I'm all about it. I know. It's I'm all stuff. about it. It's good stuff. Yeah, so thanks for getting me back on board the iPhone train balls. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. We're, we're in the we're in the fam the club. That's the last time I'll thank you tonight. Let's All get right. back in each other's throats. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck All right, off. Uh, One eleven. Uh, we'll do a recap of. Uh, we've been very busy this last couple of weeks. On the eleventh, we were at Roadie Joe's. I was not at that show. You were. We had Dusty York. We had Sean Savoy. We had Macy Morris, and you hosted that bad boy. I sure uh, did. Give us a rundown. How did that night go? Oh, Roadie Joe's with Dusty. Dusty uh, was phenomenal. Dusty um, came down from New York, and uh, you know he moved back to New York already. Already, so we had Dusty. In that here. didn't take long. No, I guess was he on the the podcast? Did we yeah. have him on here? Yeah, yeah, he was brought the girl, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he was here with the girl. He said somehow, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and talk shit about Dusty's relationship. Right, right, That's right, not the right. goal. I'm just saying, very quickly, it didn't work out. Like, he had really? moved down here for her. Remember yeah. that? <laughs> and he was like, nope, back in New York. He goes, it was really weird. She just got weird and, like, stopped returning my calls. And, like, I was like, did you get weird? And she, he was like, no. Like, I'm sober, dude. Like, so, I don't know. So, he's back in New York. He did a fantastic job. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Yeah. We had Sean Savoy. Sean tours with Pablo Francisco. Sean was excellent. Yeah. I hadn't seen Sean in a little while. Right. In front um, of like a proper room. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And he took it serious and it was really good. 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 And, I'm glad um, to hear that. He was happy with, with what he did. Thank and you, Sean. We had Macy Morris, who is a... Um, who is a local. She's an Eastern Shore performer. Yeah, she is. Um, and, uh, and she did fantastic. I was She's impressed awesome. by her. I had a really... Um, I'd come up... Sometimes I'll tell you, like a, a little inside baseball, there's moments and shows where you can palpably feel it, where you have to like go get the audience. Right. There's other times where they're just there and yep. ready to laugh, right? You don't have to really go grab them. And that night at Rody Joe's was one of those nights where they were ready to laugh. It was great. I had a great set to open the show. And I passed it off to her and was like, well, here you go. Let's see what you do. The room's fucking pump is prime. prime. And man, she hit the ground running. There was a minute in. She was getting big laughs. I went and got a drink. It was great. Nice. and then I uh, love that though, because because again, you don't you know some I book people sometimes and you don't know who they sure, are. So sure. you, yeah, I get it. You know, well, I also have to pay attention. And then one of your jobs as the host is like, uh, you, you know, you you do your opening set, and then the other comics go up. And if the other comics don't do so hot, well, then it's your job to bring the room back, right? right? So you got to pay attention to be able to know absolutely how much and if I am doing time in between, you know, the feature, the guest, the headliner, whatever. Um, but I didn't have to do really anything additional. I did my set. I opened it. Everybody fucking crushed. We sold the room out, um, and uh, and we had a really good time. So Rody Joe's continues to roll. Thanks to Dusty. Thanks to Sean. Thanks oh, to yeah. Macy. Uh, and John Dayton was there uh, helping out. Yeah. Um, boy's, and, getting ready, um, he, boy's getting ready to have a little job on his hands. Uh, yeah, or yeah. I think it's pronounced Yob. 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 Yeah. It's the so soft, anyway, soft J. That show went without a hitch. And thanks to Jeremy, Rody, a.k.a. Rody. And uh, what, Mike? What do you? What I just you... drop hints that way now. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Good to know. 
Podbean, Patron. Um, totally fucked no, up. No, you're fine. Our other uh, show was at 117. That was on Friday. That was up in uh, Hagerstown. That was up in Hagerstown. Hagerstown. That's the preferably biased comedy show with Ryan Grimes. I yep. headlined it. You came yep. up, did a bitchin' saxophone set. Yeah, hey, I'll leave it in your hands. You were an audience member, and you were also part of the show. How did? How do you think the I show I thought the went? show went well. Um Obviously, we do shows, so I'm critical. I, I and this is not a dig at, at Ryan at all. I just think that he had his earlier uh, sets were a little bit longer than they should have been. I think by the time the headliner you got up there, the audience was a little bit exhausted, they a were, little bit worn out. I could feel. Oh, I cut my set short too. Yeah, you so. did. Um, but I, but all in all, it was it was a fun night. It was a great night. It was a perfect perfect environment for uh, old Barry Sachs and the Hound. Yeah. Sure um, was. It was very jazzy, well, so the sacks slid in. The other thing I'd say about that show was is like the start time was listed as eight, and then they he started at like eight thirty. Yeah. So you'd already, and, but the doors were seven, so you'd already had people yeah, there for, for like an, an hour, hour and a half, half before the yeah. show started, and right. then you had probably about forty minutes of host, guest, yep. and feature. So, but yeah, I could feel it. Right. I mean, it still fucking rocked the shit out of the place. Oh, yeah, but I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, Again, I, I called that short. It wasn't bad. Again, you and I are no. just, we have the the norm on how we run but shows. But that's the science of yes. comedy. Most people don't understand yep. or see that. But and Ryan's, you get he's still green. Fatigue. He's still green. Oh, absolutely. Hey, it was a you fun know? show. It was a great show. I appreciated being there. He's going to grow into, he's going to yeah. grow into it. He's just learning the ropes. Yes, sir. Uh, so thank you, Ryan. <coughs> um, on our way home, because it was a late show. It was. <laughs> Uh, and we stopped to pick up your, your lady. We did. We got my lady Sunday. And uh, we got back out on Interstate 70, and it was rolling up on one in the morning. Yeah. And, uh, and we were we were talking hard religion. Yeah, we Hard were, religion. We, and were, we were talking shit about the Catholic Church. Oh, yeah, we were. And then I will say, <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we pulled up behind. It was just like four cars on the road. It right. was nobody out there. It was, yeah. You know that song that goes, Sometimes I feel like the only car on the road. You know that song? I don't know that song. <laughs> it's by Train. Okay. Yeah. They, they, I know Trey. You know what they say. So that she's back in the atmosphere. That, I, saw, drops I know that song. Jupiter, I know drops Jupiter. So as the train song goes, we were the only car on the road for a right, while. Right, right, And then all of a sudden, there's just one fucking 18-wheeler with brake lights. And then we're, we kind of pull up behind that. And then immediately in front of the 18-wheeler, we could see flares. Yeah. And and we were like the first car on the on fucking the scene. scene. Like, they clearly hadn't shut this thing down yet. Right. I think there were still people trying to maybe even weave around it or they get were, to that They meeting. were, because we were like, what the hell are they doing? Well, we stop, and then and then uh, we didn't start moving again for about two hours. Yeah, it was we, a long time. <laughs> they, there it was, was a, a fatality uh-huh. on 70. Right. So it became a crime scene. So as we were drinking, party, carrying on for four hours, we're like, just want to get home, and then wham, it oh, and, stopped. And hold on. The best part is is going into that night, we're like, we're not going to go crazy. No. We're not going to be a late night tonight because we got a big night, we big do. show tomorrow night. Saturday show. night, sold out, have a great Yeah. I mean, popping. And we're like, we're going to, yeah, I don't want to be tired. And, and we were like, no, we no don't want to be tired. Next thing I you know, two in the morning, sitting on the fucking highway. Yeah. 
dying. Well, a slow so death. anyway, that was I can't think of a more that was purgatory. That was hell. It was purgatory. We I decided was tired. that. Yeah. Anyway, but we did make it, and then we did have a great show the next night in Haverty Grace. Right. That we sold that out. Oh, we Schlegel, sold it out. Justin Schlegel, Schlegel murdered it. Wendy, Wendy Townsend murdered it. Murdered it. You I think we, murdered it. Yeah, like, we can talk a little more with Wendy on the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll about that. that show. I want to get yeah. her in. There were some interesting characters uh, in the audience. Yeah, let's get Wendy's feedback. Uh, let's get, table that. That's going to be a deep pool. But yeah, um, fantastic. And then uh, and then Monday I had off for uh, MLK Day. I, I know what you think. I went to the rally down in Virginia. I did not. <laughs> the gun rally? <laughs> I can see you there. The, pe- the peaceful gun rally? I did not. It was a peaceful gun rally. It was. They cleaned up their trash afterwards. They sure did. Impressive. They sure did. Um, no, I went. Uh, I took my oldest daughter skiing, which means I skied for two people on Monday. Your oldest daughter is how old? Four. Can she even get on the skis and stand up? Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? Just push her down the mountain? No. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> See you at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> don't fuck with like me. She can't manipulate the, uh, well, the poles and the everything. Kid, you don't right? learn with poles as a kid. Like You just wing it. No Why don't poles. you just let her snow tube? That's no fun. For her? Nah, that's no fun. Are you kidding me? We do snow tubing, but come on. There's I a bet. shelf life for that. Well, yeah, but a four is is the prime. That's who it's made the thing for. Is, is, dude, the thing is, is if you don't learn to ski as a kid, you're not going to learn how to ski as a I adult. think it's fine. You can teach her to ski. I would also just maybe let her go down on the snow tube in between the skiing. Well, I'm going to tell you this. So I, I took her, and I was expecting to just kind of like go down the bunny slope a few times with her, and then she'd be like, all right, I'm hungry. You took her down to Black Diamond, didn't you? You said, fuck you, kid. Birth by fire. We did do a, a blue square. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I mean, Black Diamond's next. I've never been skiing. So, so the, so the easy. So Let me got, rephrase. So I've never on. been skiing on a slope. Okay, so you go, so you go. <laughs> that was a drug reference. Yes, it was. Um, so, so you have your bunny slope, and then you have the green circles are the easy ones, and then your intermediates are blue squares, and then your expert is the Black Diamonds, and then your. I want to fucking die as the double black diamonds. The double blacks. Now I go down double black diamonds hey, by hey, myself. Hey, Mike. That's a little bit <laughs> racist. Careful, Eric. Uh, hey. Careful now. Just the lingo here. Yeah. Just the du- lingo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not, never mind. I was Mike was something. so quick on that trigger he finger. Was, he he, he was. and I were on the same page. Right. So. All right, so Why's it got to be black? Look, <laughs> I was like, I'm not getting ready to drop the money on a on a lift ticket because it's yeah, it's absurd. And uh, so I had a conversation with her. I was like, look, if you know, if we're gonna do this, I'll go buy a ticket because she was free as long as I got a lift ticket mm-hmm. to ride this. It's called the magic carpet. It's a conveyor belt. Where did you go? <laughs> You're like, I, and then I got a lift ticket for right. the magic carpet. Right, right. I, are these all drug euphemisms? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just picture you getting, like, smoking peyote in your basement and holding onto your daughter's shoulders going, here we go, it's another trail! Never left the house. Okay. Never left That's the house. That's about, that sounds more accurate. But no, the point I want to get to is super fucking proud of my daughter. Uh, we're sitting there, and I was like, look, we can go do the magic carpet, or we could get on the chairlift and go up to the, up there, because she's wanting to go up the fucking mountain. Sure. And, and I'm like, look, I'm not trying to talk you out of this. I'm just letting you know. We get on that chairlift. You don't get off until you're at the top. Like, you're on. Yeah, there's no way to get off. There's no way to get off. And it 
goes, I mean, you get up pretty high off the ground. And, yeah, I'd have to be pretty and, high, but yeah. Yeah, I bet you would paint them all red. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so I'm like, so I, I have that conversation with her. She goes, all right, let's do it. Cool. All right. So I start going over to this lift that we're like having this conversation. I was like, ah, this is only go to blue squares. I was like, well, we'll go down this one. So we go to the other lift and get on. And that was a shit show. I get her on because, I mean, the lift comes up to her like back. So I'm having to lift her on with my all my shit, whatever. And we get on and she is like having the time of her life on this lift. <coughs> and I mean, you're like 75, 80 feet up off the ground. Yeah. And, and we get on, get to the top and I tell her how to get off. I'm like, don't fight it. Just stand up and it'll push you. So we get off. Don't fight it. Feel it. Exactly. Yeah. So we get off and we get to the top and she is just like the most excited I've ever seen her. Mm. And I was like, all right, you ready to do this? So I just like basically put her, like I just put her between my legs and I put my poles in front of her so she can kind of put her hands on it. Gross. And then I just go, (laughs) come on. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm listening. So we just, yeah, we go down and we get to the bottom. I was like, we're going to call this a day. We're going to end on this good note. Mm -hmm. Did not expect this. And Mm -hmm. she like begged and pleaded me to go back up. Uh Uh-huh. And so you go back up. Are, are weak. <laughs> you are weak. low on willpower, and you are weak, and your daughter is super cute. Right. And I'm like, oh, man, how can I fight this? She wants to go back up. Of course, you go back up. So we go up, and she had to test gravity. And she was, like, talking about, like, dropping her gloves or something. I was like, yeah. don't, don't drop anything because it's gone. Don't. Drop it. Don't do it. And Isn't that get, how one of the Kennedys died? Right. <laughs> I think he ran into a tree. He did. And I'm like, uh, so I, we're almost at the top. Well, she took her sunglasses off and set them on the fucking thing and it immediately fell off. Yeah. I think next time when she gets a little older, that's how you tell her uh, John Jr. died. <laughs> Go, did you read the stories about him hitting a tree? You know what he was doing? He dropped his fucking glove off yeah. the lift and oh he reached God. down to get it and he fell. <laughs> Death is a big topic these days too. Well, of course. They're learning And I don't it. know how to like, deal with that because i can't even deal with it at 40 yeah i was gonna say do what i do don't <laughs> like oh look at the bird yeah when she's like dad can we see me can we see Mima today yeah. meanwhile she died she like died. five years ago and then you just give it a lot like well <laughs> me Mima's a little tired today i think we maybe we'll look we'll look to go there next week right oh, and don't man. ever let your children process death you know what happens they become Edgar Allan Poe. It, it would right. be fucking great. That's just they'll, what I want. Yeah, they'll just they'll write poems about death that make no sense. <laughs> Mike's telling us to move on. Mike's telling us to move on, or maybe no, even wrap that's up. Wrap up. Oh, that's wrap up. Yeah, we got our guest. Mike's right. You know what? We shouldn't penalize our our second right. guest for our first for guest being on time. Because being our first being guest yeah, because we did late. start late. Damn, we didn't get into the Hernandez. We got. Thing, Let's get it with Bryce here on the next right, episode. Right, we can lead off with it. Let's just pick up where we left off. Okay, we'll do that. Um, we will be at Snifters this Saturday. I'd say buy tickets, but we're sold out. Sold the fuck out. Uh, on the 25th, and we have Tommy Highland from Philly coming down to headline that Great show. Guy. Great guy. And Tommy's got a new uh, YouTube show, right? Yeah, he's going to stop by my house. Uh-huh. We're going to look at this project that we're going to do in a few weeks. You're going to come over and help. I will. And we're going to install some recessed lighting in my living room. Yeah, and do we're we going to re- film this whole Slay thing. Labor. Do we remember the name of Tommy's show? I don't remember the name of uh, it. It's like comedian. Comedians fixing car, fixing cabinets, <laughs> fucking. Wait, comedians uh, <laughs> riding in cars while drinking coffee? Was that no, it? No, it's like uh-huh. comedians fixing cabinets while talking to Tommy. Something terrible <laughs> like that. Anyway, it's going to be really great. Tune in for it and uh, you'll see us on the next episode. Yeah.
Is that it? I guess, I mean, do, we can keep rolling. No, we don't need to. I mean, is there anything else that we need to plug? Uh, yeah, the 31st, we're going to be at uh, Celtic Hope doing a live podcast with uh, one Lowell Melser from WBAL. He's a reporter meteorologist. I know Lowell. Yeah, Mr. Lowell Melser. You know, weathermen are my favorite. Can't wait. <laughs> Pervert. And then 215, we're going to be back at Roadie Joe's. Larry Lancaster's headlining. We have Robin Hazel featuring. And our, our next guest, Bryce. Chevrolet. 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 It's pronounced Chevrolet. Is it Chevrolet? Yeah, like a rock. Like a rock. Uh, is going to be our guest. You're going to be hosting that show. And then on the 29th of February, February, we're going to be at the State Theater again. Have a grace. Maryland, you are going to be headlining that. We yes, have I am. our good friend Mike Quinlan featuring it, and our other great friend Rose Vineshank will be hosting that. So That's right. Tickets are on sale for these on bigtimingcomedy.com. Yeah. Well, and parting thoughts, if I may. You may. If you're going to key. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> if you're going to take your daughter skiing, yeah. make sure you keep your poles in front of her. <laughs> good night. This is a big-timing comedy production.